0: garlic
1: great to see you thanks
0: for sitting down with me today more than welcome John. long time
1: yeah it has been a long time i I, i'm not gonna lie i uh, have a craving to actually shake your hand
0: (laughs) i hope we can do that soon i hope we can do that soon indeed
1: garlic you've been talking to a lot of your members there's a lot going on in the world today what what kind of feedback or what what kind of thoughts seem to be coming out of your members' mouths and, and brains these days as they're as they're navigating through this unique situation we're in?
0: Uh, I think following, of course, the initial phase when everything seemed to grind to standstill, I think we've made very good progress, um, not only in Europe, but that's, of course, the, the region that I can talk uh, most about. Uh, we, meanwhile, I think have assured that not only that, agriculture and uh, also related input industry are recognized as essential services to society, and with that, also people working in those uh, essential sectors being care- able to travel back and forth, so seasonal workers haven't been able to move. Uh, so, with that, the support for pers- seed harvesting, but also sowing, uh, but also for crop harvest uh, was assured. And in all of that, um, also the role of the European Commission has been quite helpful in trying to coordinate the rather fragmented uh, member state responses uh, in the beginning. So I think meanwhile, we we are doing relatively well under the circumstances. Uh, As you mentioned in the beginning, we all would like to see it differently, but under the restrictions that we currently have, I think what we can say is, Seed will get to farmers no matter what, and I think that's the important uh, success uh, that we have managed to achieve over the past six months.
1: In garlic, there's plenty of excitement as uh, your Euroseeds meeting comes for uh, October 11th to 14th. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. A little different this year. Uh, yes. We won't be going to Malta, but we will be coming all together in a virtual environment. What what's what seems to be the take on that,
0: garlic? Well, a lot of curiosity. Um, I think that's the, probably the best expression. I mean, as as you may imagine, of course, everybody would have liked to meet differently, but uh, the, the situation is as it is. And I think we, we now try to make the best out of it uh, and allow this industry to actually meet with the help of modern technology. Now, seed uh, and plant breeding, this is a sector that's based on innovation and creativity and trying new things. So, uh, well, we're now trying new things also in this arena. Um, and we try to make sure that the elements that are decisive for our normal Congress, so the trade, the exhibition, the meeting opportunities for the uh, for both planned meetings as well as chance meeting, our section meetings, the General Assembly, that all of these elements are also uh Not only available, but can also really be experienced by participants uh, in that virtual environment. Uh, Easy to navigate, uh, easy to join. So we hope that um, people will find that helpful uh, in continuing uh, their contacts uh, over the coming months, because we also have to remember it's been our Congress in Stockholm last year, October. That was the last bigger gathering of the seed industry worldwide. So I hope this is uh, a possibility to after 12 months to actually make sure that people can meet again.
1: I think everybody is wishing that we could do, as I said earlier, shake hands. Mm-hmm. But when we can't do that, this this sounds like a, a very strong option to be able to not only hear the content and discuss policy and all the great things that happen at Euroseeds, but also to make those connections. Yes. I, I think I don't talk to anyone these days that is that is not missing those connections and to be able to connect with people. Mm-hmm. I, I got asked the other day, when was the last time you met someone new? because it seems like all of our existing networks are strong and in place, but to develop those new networks and to continue to grow our networks is is not a simple thing. And if I understand correctly, um, the networking system that's going to be in place for your meeting is going to allow for a lot of that engagement and interaction. Yes.
0: Yes, absolutely. I think that that was a decisive element. uh, And that's why we really um, try to make certain that we have both elements uh, in that virtual platform, both uh, a possibility for, if you may, uh, well-established contacts to get back together, um, have their appointments, but that, that is a service that we provide, but probably these people could also meet under different circumstances, maybe not as conveniently uh, and as condensed, but still that would be possible. But indeed, we also have to think about the renewal within the industry. I mean, we have new people coming in, new salespeople, new marketing people, new researchers, new policy people, and who do not have those established networks, but which normally uh, would start to build those networks in these kind of international meetings and arenas. And for them to have a possibility to engage uh, either in relation to a subject, or in relation to a company, or in relation to a country, uh, is, I think, a very, very important service uh, that we can provide—an opportunity for people to start building their networks, even under these very strange conditions that we currently have. And I think we must not forget—we don't know how long these conditions are going to continue. So um, we cannot afford, I think, as a as an industry, not to try. Uh, To bring people together, Uh, we cannot afford to have no contact or only spontaneous one-on-one contact for such a long period of time. It requires structured dialogue and uh, a possibility to really engage teams into certain discussions, whether they're commercial or political or administrative, doesn't matter. Um, It is this team experience, I think, that we hope uh, we can provide uh, also via our platform.
1: Great. Well said. Well said. I, I, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it and I think everyone's excited about the possibilities.
0: So am I. I, I hope that uh, we, we won't disappoint anybody. Quite the we would like to surprise uh, people about how actually easy it is to navigate uh, these kind of things. And I can say that for myself. I'm not necessarily what you would call a digital native, um, but we try and maybe that's why I'm a good person to talk about these kind of things. Because we try to make it simple, to make it really convenient to use, easy to use, um, with very clear-cut benefit for those that are part of those meetings. Different options depending on your individual needs, and I think with that, I think there is something in there for everybody.
1: Excellent, and and just to be clear, it, it, while it's simple, it is still very comprehensive. You have the networking, you have the trade show opportunity, you have the trading tables, you yes. have. All of the pieces that we've come to expect from a great Euroseeds yeah, meeting, yeah. all now in a virtual environment.
0: Yes, correct. I mean that that was a, a decisive precondition for us moving in that direction, that we would not only, in quotation mark, stream a section meeting where we would actually be in twenty-five or fifty or one hundred and fifty different uh, home office environments and just have a regular Teams uh, uh, gathering, but that we really have those networking opportunities, uh, those by chance encounters, those uh, this intensity that we normally would find uh, in the discussions uh, that we have on a regular trade floor, uh, in the open lounges of uh, a Congress center, etc. So we try to rebuild also that element, which is, I think, the element that brings many people to our Congresses. Uh, so we hope that we can uh, really, or that we've really been successful in rebuilding that uh, in a virtual environment. Excellent.
1: And, and of course, one of the key elements is going to be policy discussions. That yes. That's always been a, a hallmark of Euroseeds meetings and of Euroseeds in general. We got lots going on, e- even beyond COVID, right? We've yes, got sure. the, the green deal, the new green recovery. These are big big discussions that are going on in Europe, and and I'm curious, what's the role that you see Euroseeds and its members playing in those discussions?
0: I hope that we see it as an opportunity uh, to showcase what plant breeding innovation can actually bring to achieving such policy objectives as outlined in the Green Deal, and it's implementing pillars, basically, the farm-to-fork and the biodiversity strategies. Because probably everybody, not only within the seed sector, but way beyond in society, agrees with most of the principal objectives of those, have more environmental sustainability, have uh, large-scale diversity, uh, promote biodiversity, agrobiodiversity, food diversity, promote choice of different farming models, and so forth. And there's very little that anybody would be willing to criticize there. The question is more how can we actually achieve it and how can we most effectively achieve it? And what can we, as a very specific sector, contribute to it? And given uh, the restrictions that the Green Deal specifically seems to be putting forward on other inputs, I think the the question towards the seed sector is really, what is it that we can additionally do um, to compensate for some of the losses of inputs that we will see on other sides, like fertilizers or crop protection products? So um, I'm actually um, both critical of the current Green Deal and the discussion around it, because I think it's too much at the Uh, at the surface, actually, and not digging deep enough uh, into the substance matter. But I'm also excited about the opportunity that that provides to an industry such as ours to say, what is it that we do and what we can contribute to achieving important policy objectives of society?
1: And would it be safe to say that uh, that's going to be a topic of discussion at your meetings coming up in October and that if people are going to engage in that conversation, they have to be present to do that. Yes. And that input is absolutely critical to the success of that conversation.
0: Absolutely. I think we we would like to see uh, as many people from within the sector but also beyond engaging in this. um, Our intention is to really look at the different elements that make up the Green Deal and the Farm to Fork and the biodiversity strategy in the different section meetings. So to look at crop protection objectives, look at uh, quality objectives, look at biodiversity objectives, and so forth, and say, okay, what, are, what is the role? What's our, where do we fit in that discussion? Uh, but also to say, what is it that we need in order to really contribute to achieving those objectives? Because that is, I think, where we currently feel that there is a shortcoming in in the debate. Uh, we see the the grand design, the big objectives, um, but what we lack is the transmission wheel that will actually make sure that, that you can start delivering on those with individual policy measures. Uh, we, so I hope that we can maybe make it a bit more concrete, uh, whether it is in relation to seed treatment as part of integrated pest management, whether it's in relation to uh, The use of nutrients, if we think about making fertilization more effective, if it is about assuring that we have yield stability or yield improvement, um, despite all climate change and environmental challenges, maybe with the use of latest breeding methods and technologies like gene editing and so forth. I mean, all of that, I think, ties in together. Um, to make the Green Deal more than just a nice slogan, but to make it really concrete, tangible policy development uh, over the coming years.
1: Excellent. So I- I'm going to completely change gears now, Garlic, and-, and-, and I hope you'll play along with me for a minute. I'll try to. <laughs> it's very easy to come up with uh, with with problems and. Difficulties and issues that the COVID situation has generated for all of us, but I'm curious: is 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 from you? Is is there one thing that you can see that has generated a positive, one element that has created a, a situation that has has changed something for the
0: better? Mm-hmm. Well, I that? think what, what what you and I've it's it's probably difficult because in, as you said in the beginning, we all think about all the challenges and all the problems and the practicalities, but I think what it, what COVID obviously has done, it, it has massively rattled our cages. So many of the things that we have been used to be doing for decades currently have been questioned. And I think what many people have seen is that technology, creativity, innovation um, can help us tackling such a challenge like COVID. Uh, Be it what the two of us are doing now, uh, instead of sitting together somewhere and having a conversation to make use of uh, video conferencing technology, um, probably you and me are better equipped for that than we were just 12 months ago. Uh, And the same is true for many of our colleagues. Um, Organizing these kind of virtual meetings in an effective manner, uh, maybe also using other kinds of platforms of sharing documents, working together on documents, etc. I mean, there's many, many of these things. Now, if we do find uh, technology in the area of information and, and uh, um, computing to be so helpful, why would we consider technology in other parts of our world, like, for example, agriculture, food production, animal welfare, animal health, et cetera, to be scary. No, it's the same thing. They can help us to overcome challenges that we face. So I think, or I hope, it's the positive element that I would like to see out of this that we open up our minds and um, more readily engage in a conversation about the possibilities, uh, the positive aspects of innovation. that doesn't mean that we have to forget about everything else that we've been doing so far. They are very good and trusted concepts that we would like to maintain. But where innovation can add additional elements and maybe can give us that, that little edge on top uh, that we need to overcome certain challenges. So, And if I look at it from a very general point of view, worldwide you can see that 95% of all people are working uh, with each other and with their administrations and with their governments to get through this crisis in a, uh, in a decent and uh, a positive manner um, and are really showing solidarity and, in the best sense of the word, good common sense. Um, that's quite a lot, actually. So um, I think... Is there something positive? Yeah, you can, you can see that even in very diverse, very partly even fragmented societies with a broad range of opinions on basically anything that you can think of, you can have a very broadened consensus on what is needed in a time of crisis. So that should maybe give us a little bit of hope also for our own issues.
1: Well said, sir. Thanks very much for sharing, Garlic. That that's that's a great story. I, I uh, I've asked that question a lot over the last, uh, especially five months, and I think that uh, I think that I, someone told me the other day that when you have these conversations about covid it's divided into two camps either people that have been crushed by covid or -hmm. industries that have been crushed by covid or industries that have been deeply inconvenienced by covid and thank goodness we work in one that has been inconvenienced and i think that keeping a perspective on the, some of the positives that are coming out of this and what is it they say necessity is the mother of invention yes. so i, I yeah, i'm proud of how our industry is responding and uh, and i think that I, I hear it loud and clear from your mouth that uh, our industry in europe is proceeding and is looking forward which is great
0: yeah really? no i Thanks. think as i mentioned at the very beginning i mean seed is getting to farmers worldwide and uh, I think that is already something to be really proud of, uh, that we have been able, even under these difficult circumstances, to make sure that at the very beginning of the food chain, things work and that our partners down the chain can really rely on, on, on the seed sector to do its uh, duty and its business. And we have done that and we have proven that. So I think that's, uh, that's a very good achievement of, of this industry. I'm very proud of it. Well said, sir. Always a pleasure, Garlic. Thank you, Thank very, you very much for the time and sitting down with me. So next time around, we'll see each other on our virtual platform, I'm, I'm sure. I look forward to it. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for Thanks, for Sean. Take care.